So we're starting this sermon series uh, on God's generosity towards us. Uh, we introduced it last week. This week we're looking at God's generosity towards us in the area of time. And then we'll be looking at treasure and talents and, uh, and so on and so forth. I want to start with a bit of a sad story. Uh, some of you know um, I used to work as a hospital chaplain. And as a hospital chaplain in a week typical week, I would sit at the bedside of someone who was dying maybe a dozen times. And it, that was just a normal week. And this particular time, I'm sitting with a woman who's in her 40s. And she's very upset at herself. And she's like, I worked. I worked. I worked. I worked. All I did was work. And I remember just kind of being sad for her because her life was ending earlier than it normally would, and she's dying of cancer. And I, I kind of insensitively, sometimes, you know, you don't always have the best tact, I, I just said to her, why? And she said so bluntly, I almost chuckled. Like, it was just like, it was so, like, stark, but then I couldn't because it was so severe at the same time. It's like, because it was stupid. <laughs> like, because it was stupid. And as we enter into this series of God's generosity towards us in the area of time, uh, I, I, it's my prayer that we would see Sabbath as a gift and that we wouldn't just live hurried lives or we're just working, that we wouldn't just be stupid, um, as that lady put it. Um, every minute is a gift, every day is a gift, uh, but God's given us a special day of rest, uh, and so we'll be looking at, we'll be looking at Sabbath uh, this morning, um, we'll be looking at the, the pattern uh, of a day of rest in the Bible, we'll be looking at the power that we can have to to meaningfully rest, and then lastly, that sheet, that handout, uh, what it could look like practically for you to rest in a, in a given week. Like for me, I just, on, on, I take my day of rest on Friday, and I don't do any church meetings, so that's one of the ways that I do it, but each one of us kind of, we have to figure out our day and figure out our, our rhythms. Uh, so let's uh, read our text and, and pray and jump in. So our text is Deuteronomy 5, verses 12 through 15. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath unto the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, nor donkey, or any of your animals, or any foreigner residing in your town, so that your male and female servants may rest as you do, remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for your word. We pray that each person here this morning might receive your word specifically for their heart. Uh, we pray that uh, the meditations of our hearts in this time would be pleasing to you and that my words would be pleasing to you and that 
uh, you would be uh, lifted up and praised uh, throughout this message and the rest of this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The pattern. I'd like to look at what I call the, the pattern of Sabbath rest. Uh, it, it began um, as a weekly rhythm for God's people. Uh, what does this mean? So simple. Uh, one, one day a week, do, don't do anything that you know to be work. One day a week, just take that day and don't do what you know to be work. Uh, this actually began all the way back in Genesis when God created the world. Uh, he took six days to make the world. And then the seventh day, he took off. And so do you think, here's a question, do you think God got tired? Do you think God got tired in those six days? What do you think? Anyone? No? You don't think he got tired? Okay, so why did he not work on that seventh day? Any thoughts? To show us it's okay to rest. So, so he did it to give us a pattern that we can then follow. Uh, so he said, you take, you take a day off too. Take one day to, do, to not do anything you know to be work. Uh, in North America, we kind of have a day off, right? Sunday, kind of, but it depends on the in- industry you're in. Maybe if you're in manufacturing, maybe not. Maybe if you're in agriculture, maybe not. Uh, maybe if you're in retail, maybe not. There's a lot of threat, too, if you do try to take a day off. Maybe you could have something where uh, it's expected that you get that quote in, or it's expected that you get this job done, and you actually can't do it in six days. Uh, it's expected that if your supervisor touches base with you, that you get back to them. Uh, it doesn't matter what day it is. So there's these external pressures. Uh, even if you want to get a job and you tell them, look, I, I got to take one day off, you might not get the job, right? So there's some pressures externally, but then even internally there's some pressures. If you're anything like me, I can take this Friday off, but then still be worried about my work. It's kind of this, this work underneath the work, as someone's uh, put it before. My mind is busy even when I'm not. I am still working. Uh, when I take a Sabbath, I, I, I see how busy my mind really is, and it can actually be the worst day of the week because I, I'm so exhausted from the other days. And I actually am pausing, and then I can see what's actually being done how I'm working myself so hard. I see that my mind believes certain lies about my work. And there's this guy, Tim Chester, he gives six reasons uh, why we can be busy and not rest. He says, I'm busy because I need to prove myself. I'm busy because of other people's expectations. I'm busy because otherwise things will get out of control. I'm busy because I prefer being under pressure. I'm busy because I need the money. I'm busy because I want to make the most of my life. And there, there's six bullets on that handout, right at the, near, closer to the bottom. And they each kind of speak against how Jesus comes against those. But in your own heart, in our culture, in this kind of culture of more, 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 
Uh, even in our church, we can, we can be abused <laughs> if we don't take rest, if we don't be disciplined in this pattern of Sabbath. Um, some of us, we just have been firing on all cylinders since maybe the village started 10 years ago. And it's hard to just take a break and let God be God. Some of us, uh, yeah, we, we honestly believe that our well-being is completely on our shoulders, that this church is completely on our shoulders, and we're just over-busy and overworked. And we, we need this space to take a step back. Um, I just, my heart that we understand this pattern is just that we, we wouldn't be like this woman and just kind of look back in our lives and say, because that was stupid. <laughs> For, for, for why we, we, didn't, we didn't rest. Um, the Israelites had every reason to not rest. Uh, they uh, had basically some of their story, they, they had a famine in their land, and they go and they reside in a different land, the land of Egypt. And they're there for, for a period of time, they multiply... And then the Egyptian power says, you know what, this is scary how the Israelites are growing so much. We're actually going to enslave them. So the Israelites are enslaved for 400 years. And in that time, they didn't get any rest. And then when God miraculously delivers them, he, he puts in this law of rest. They had not known it before in their culture. They didn't know it. And actually, one commentator said this, uh, this pattern was unique among all the cultures at the time. This pattern of taking one day off in seven. Um, God introduced this. Uh, it was a reminder that you're not slaves like you were when you were in Egypt. Uh, you're free. Uh, you're not just... Uh, Units of capacity for Pharaoh and his brick production system. So our text says in verse 15, it says, Remember you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and outstretched arm. So we see Sabbath as a pattern uh, of rest. Um, but it's also a pattern or a reminder of we see that from creation, but we also see that as a pattern uh, of uh, how God redeems us. So he, they take that day off as a reminder of how they were redeemed from Egypt. Um, in this next section, I want to look at the power, the power to actually take Sabbath rest. Um, Number one, we need to think about Sabbath as a gift. Uh, you and I must preach this to ourselves with a note of triumph. Uh, I'm not a slave. I'm not a slave. Uh, so it's, sometimes I can find, even though a gift is good and it's given, it's uncomfortable to receive it, right? So Sunday is a gift for or. The Sabbath is a gift for many of us, but it can be hard to receive. Uh, back in September, I went on vacation. I went up to, uh, or down to Utah for a couple weeks. And I went with 
two other guys, there were three of us, and one guy was just over-the-top generous. He kept giving me meals, and he kept saying, oh, I can pay for the hotel, or oh, I can pay for the gas. Just kept coming. And I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> and then uh, I came to see gradually, this is something good. This is something beautiful. You know, he that makes a lot of money, he does very well for himself, and he wants to do this. And so similarly with the Sabbath, it might be uncomfortable taking that one day in a week, but it's something good, and it's something beautiful that God has given us. So number one, we need to receive it as a gift. Number two, we need to receive it as a command. <laughs> um, for, again, uh, for me, it can be hard to, to do this, to take this break, but unless I receive it as a command, I won't actually do it. I love my work too much. Like, I won't actually take the rest. Uh, and unless you receive it as a command, you might feel guilty when you take that day off. You might uh, just end up caving whenever something big comes up uh, from your boss or from whoever, a colleague. Uh, you won't be able to unplug from your device or you won't be able to take this rest, whatever it looks like and means for you. Uh, number three, uh, the power to take this Sabbath. How do you find this power? Another is just to remember, it's part of your design and it's for your good. Right? It's part, like, right from the beginning in the architecture of creation itself, how God made things, how God made you, He designed you for rest. It's for your good. Just as work is for your good, rest is for your good. And God generously gives it to his people. Uh, number four, um, think about who you want to prove yourself to. If you're someone who, who just is always working and doesn't know how to stop and rest, think about who it is you want to prove yourself to. Uh, who it is you want to turn to you and say, you're okay, it's all right. Uh, it might be your missional family leader. It might be your mother-in-law, your neighbor, your boss. Uh, in Jesus, you are accepted and you are acceptable to God. Uh, you don't need to prove yourself. You don't need to prove that you're lovely, that you're lovable, that you're good. Uh, you, that project, you don't need to worry about. And lastly, think about how much you're not in control of. Um, working helps me think that I'm in control. If things are out of order in my life, if I work, I can put them into some semblance of order, right? And then when I rest, there's still things that aren't in order, and I want to straighten them out, but I can't. It feels like my hands are tied behind my back. But that's a good thing, because that feeling of being out of control drives me to Jesus. It drives you and I to Jesus. I'm not in control. I'm never in control. Jesus is in control, and that's good. Jesus is in full control of your life. He's in full control of my life. He's in full control. We can trust him so we can take a Sabbath day. Uh, lastly, the practical. Uh, if we uh, I want to help uh, you to see uh, what the Sabbath could look like for you. 
right? It's going to be different than what it looks like for me. Uh, what could it look like for you as something to enhance your relationship with God? Uh, one writer, Shelley Miller, she suggests four ideas that we can use as a guide uh, for our Sabbath rest. Relent, rest, rejoice, and reflect. I've written them on your handout. You can look at that now. So relent. Stop thinking about the work that you have to go to. Stop working on that proposal that's due. Uh, maybe you normally cook. Maybe on your, your d- Sabbath you don't cook. You eat leftovers that day. It's just kind of a way to kind of take a break. Maybe you normally look at Facebook after dinner. Maybe you take a break from that. Uh, stop. Stop checking your email. Uh, Stop watching the news first thing in the morning. Uh, This is about the Spirit, to to relent this first point. It's not about following the exact, you know, jot jot and tittle of the... It's just what works for you as... as that you need to take a break from. Um, So, this is really hard. Um, for me, I kind of have a mission. I see needs. I want to step in and do something. Um, but when I take a break, when I relent, it keeps me from being what one author's called a quivering mass of availability. <laughs> a quivering mass of availability. I'm able to just stop caring for other people. Uh, that's that's a, a general principle of what, what I'll do. So this is this relent. This first point is your not-to-do list. <laughs> what you won't do on this one day uh, because it's your day of rest. Uh, whatever you do, um, it should just allow your mind to be free from the daily cycle. And then the next one, rest. Everyone has these kinds of activities that give back. Um, more than they take. Uh, so for Steve Collins, it might be cycling, right? Um, for uh, Joel, I don't know, what's your thing, Joel? Uh, it might be playing or working in the wo- workshop. I, I don't know. Uh, Brandon, it might be baseball, right? Uh, it's just the, the one thing that you can do then kind of give you back more than, more than it takes, uh, so I can give you a minute to write some of these down. Uh, what, what are some things that give back more than they take? It could be hiking. It could be enjoying a really good dessert on your Sabbath. Um, third, rejoice. Uh, you have a Savior who said it's finished. Uh, the Sabbath day is a day to feast on this final word. Practically, the Sabbath is a day for delight and celebration. This is a day to meditate on the grace of Jesus. Every day is a gift. Every breath is a gift. Every moment comes from the hands of our generous Father who loves to give good gifts to his children. Uh, Rejoice. What does that look like for you? I put some points down there because... They're, they're just ways that we can feast on what Jesus has done uh, rather than dwelling on what we still need to do. Uh, and then lastly, reflect. God was able to reflect on his work in his Sabbath. And that's what he invites us to do. Uh, 
And practically, I take out my planner and I look at the previous week, look at how I served, look at how I spent my time, and then I look at the upcoming week. It just kind of it's kind of my pattern of reflection. How how did I serve? How did I surprise people with God's love? Uh, I kind of ref- reflect on that and then how I can do that in the future. And most weeks, there's much to be grateful for, but there's also much sin to confess. There's areas where I, I messed up. Uh, and I don't know about you, but oftentimes I miss God in my week. So sometimes I miss out on what God is doing. And then on the Sabbath, I'm able to see a little bit more clearly able to see how I've been ignoring him. I'm able to see how he's been good. I'm able to see how he's been gracious. I'm able to take a deep breath. So you have this handout. Uh, share it with someone. Uh, put it on your fridge uh, as a reminder of what your day of rest might look like for you as a reminder of what, how you can take a step back and see God's generosity towards you. Uh, let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you uh, for your commandment that we should take Sabbath. And we thank you that you commanded this for our good. I ask that each person here would uh, somehow uh, be able to take something from this message that enables them to better receive your generosity in giving them Sabbath. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Uh, We're about to do something that's really mysterious, uh, profound, and powerful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's something that, even though I lead it, I don't really understand it fully, how beautiful it is, how glorious it is. We're about to take the Lord's Supper, uh, and uh, sometimes I, I don't uh, explain this as well as I'd like to right now. Uh, it's, the Lord's Supper is a, it's a ritual in some ways, uh, but it's prescribed to us by Jesus. Uh, it's something that Jesus tells us to do. It's, it's a symbolic act that nourishes our faith. So when we take the bread and when we take the cup, what we're doing is receiving Jesus through the mouth of faith. So we're receiving what Jesus done in the past, uh, Particularly, uh, we're looking at you know, his teaching, his, resur- his resurrection, his sending of the Spirit. We're looking at what he did in the past and how those events kind of give us our identity uh, as God's children. We're no longer slaves to our sin. We're no longer slaves to busyness. In the Lord's Supper, we also receive what Jesus is doing for us right now. We receive that Jesus is present with us right now. We receive that Jesus is right now interceding for us, covering our sins right now. We receive what Jesus is doing in the future. We receive that in the future, 
As one person put it, every sad thing will become untrue. We receive that Jesus is making not just you new, not just me new, but all things. He's, his cosmic plan of restoration, of making things beautiful again, he's doing it, and he will do it. And we're receiving that hope and that promise. All in this one act. So I'd like to actually invite you in groups of about, let's say, five, ten, uh, to come up and receive uh, the Lord's Supper.